Art is too important not to share. Welcome to the Allie and Callie Artcast. Hi, I'm Allie. And I'm Callie, and we're with the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance. Hello, everyone. Hello, everybody. <laughs> and just so you know, we have a guest producer today, Hello. Janie Roth. Hi, Janie. Hi, Janie. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for helping us out today. I know. Kristen's yeah. on vacation. Yes. Uh, well-deserved. Yep. So, so, here we are. It's very smoky outside. It is smoky, but we we were talking earlier about how great we we didn't have smoke until September. Yeah, and so that was it's a great. win. So it didn't ruin our summer activities, or no, none of them. Specifically, so. the Riverstone concert series, <laughs> right? Which that, you know, has really put a damper on actually the it music has in the so past, it but. has been a lovely summer so i won't complain although it does give me a little bit of a headache does it teeny weeny but well i went for a walk this morning i, I went for five miles i know you always beat me we're on an apple watch deal you know where <laughs> we do things together and uh-huh. i i don't even come close to you <laughs> I took I'm on a walk. A mission. You are on a mission. I walk with my dogs and they stop at every corner. So we don't go very far. You know what I got? I got one of those gentle leads for both of the dogs. And what is that? And do? it goes across their nose. Mm. And what happens is if they pull or they try to stop, it pulls their head down. And they don't like it. Ooh. And so it keeps them walking. Ooh. I might and have today, to get that. I used that on them, mm-hmm. and it worked really well. Ooh, I might have to get that. Yeah. Because otherwise, there's no point in me walking the dogs. Because right. Because I it basically... Keeps them on task. Yeah. I'm basically pottying the dogs. Right. Potty on every corner. Right. And it's a have, potty. And you have to train those dogs to understand <laughs> that they are, they are helping exercise. you get your exercise. That's right. They're not helping me right now. Right. Worthless. <laughs> anyway, they're, they're awfully cute. But they are yeah, awfully cute. They are super cute. But yep. yeah, not helping me on my rings. Dang it. <laughs> what else is new? Um, Not much. Not much. You know, I've just been catching up on cleaning up my house and Mm -hmm. stuff since the summer was so busy and I looked at the cobwebs in the windows and went oh I guess I better pay attention to my house oh yeah yeah I I actually had uh our our one of our houses uh windows cleaned oh i was like first time in five years wow <laughs> i was like wow that's that that's, might be blinding for that the was pretty pretty amazing and i was like <laughs> you know i should do this on my house yeah because we have two stories and it's really hard to get to that second story right so anyway was it expensive no it was very reasonable really i might have I, to get their name it, i will if i could remember it i have the card in my purse okay. but they were very good maybe they should be a sponsor yeah i really liked them and they came last minute because the first guy I called he said he'd be there and then he didn't show up and then I called him and said hey where are you and he goes oh I was so busy I'm like eh, you could have called yep and so therefore I got somebody else and they were cheaper ah I think I got the whole house done for 250 wow that's really good I think that's good hey save me it's, I didn't want to do I it. have no idea what I don't good. know I don't want to get on a ladder Right. Not. I might save myself the two hundred fifty dollars and do it myself. Well, but you don't have two story house like I no, do. No, but I do have vaulted ceilings. Yeah, and that that's hard. Yeah. Stu will come over and do it. I'll just volunteer. <gasps> okay. Stu. He's got a big ladder. I know, but that'll take him away from cleaning the garage. That's right. We're back onto that. Yeah. Got to keep doing but it. Did he get the kitchen done? Um, not no. 
Oh, no, we're still working. <laughs> the sink's in. Everything's yeah. done except for the um, Crown tile, um, the countertops. Oh, which are going to be his walnut. Yeah, he's going to make walnut. Oh, that's going to be so pretty. It's going to be gorgeous. Yeah. So we got a lot going on. He's speaking a lot right now, so I will give him a break. He's yeah. only home on Saturdays. Yeah. And maybe Friday nights. So right. I will give him a break, but um, okay. Eh. Anyway, anyway, it's all good. Well, I'm excited about our guest today, Erin Lanigan, who is from Gizmo yes. CDA. Erin, did you know that Callie and I, one of the first things we ever did together was take the goddess class? Yes. The, what was it called? The goddess bling or something like that. Something like that. It was fun. It was four, cla- four different classes. Yeah. We, so we learned how to do the... Uh, laser cutter yes which was the hardest class for me because i i can't work my brain doesn't work that way well, first of all it was computer right <laughs> you still had to use a computer <laughs> right like, Woohoo! not good for me but we did jewelry jewelry we did uh with um what do you call with that the enamel. enamel in Ooh. the little oven fantastic that was yep. so fun and what else did we do and we made beads out of clay. Oh, that was cool. Yeah. Super fun. That sounds wonderful. Yeah. yeah. And I don't remember what the other one was. I feel like was. there was one other thing. Yeah, there was one other thing. Anyway, we had a blast. It was Good. so much That's fun. when Gizmo was on 4th Street. Yes. yes. A long time ago. So tell us a little bit about what Gizmo is. Awesome. Well, Gizmo is a community makerspace on the North Idaho College campus. A lot of times when people think of makerspaces, they think about technology and, you know, maybe some laser cutting or 3D printing. And we do offer those things, but we have so much more beyond that as well. It's really a place where we say we serve pre-K through gray. So anyone is <laughs> I <love> welcome. That. <laughs> yeah, very clever. That's and, um, and really, I think you could make anything you could ever imagine. We have very little that we've ever been able to not help people figure out how to make. So that's mm-hmm. pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's, that's so cool. Yeah. Well, how did you get involved with Gizmo and sure. what's your background? Yeah. So my background is in education and business, and my family moved to Coeur d'Alene about four and a half years ago, and we actually found Gizmo, my husband and my kids found Gizmo because they were involved in robotics back in Montana where we moved from, mm-hmm. and we wanted to find robotics, a robotics program for them again, mm-hmm. and Gizmo was offering that. Um, so my husband and kids found it, and my husband called me and said, oh my goodness, you have to come see this place. It's amazing. And so we were able to become involved right away in lots of different capacities, and I served as a volunteer for a while, and I like to tease that I just hung out long enough that they decided to hire me on. <laughs> great. So yeah. I was originally hired on as an innovative educator, which is one of our positions where we're really interacting with the educational community, with the public schools and private schools and homeschools around the area. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Barb Mueller, who was our executive director and founder previous to this, um, decided to try to retire again, but she's not very good at retiring. She's always involved in lots of things. Yes. Um, and I was chosen to take over her position, which was really fantastic. Wow. So I've been doing that just over a year now. Wow. Congratulations. That's, yeah. That's, congratulations. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. What, it's such a fun place to be because there's so much action going yes. on. There's a lot going on all the time down there. It's mm-hmm. very fun place. So I know you have the technology courses, but yes. you have other courses too. Absolutely. We offer so many different things. We always have classes going 
going on um, for adults specifically, but we also have kids go classes going on during the summertime. We offer kids camps and we're trying to do more and more kids specific on an ongoing basis. We have weekend classes for kids um, and after school classes for kids is what we're trying to step up and do more of regularly. And so mm -hmm. we're just getting that going right now for the fall again, which is mm -hmm. pretty great. So you have fiber arts, mm -hmm. um, which is, I think, felt making. Yep, that's a part do of it. Do you still have the loom there so people can learn how to weave? We have some small looms there as well, mm -hmm. yes. I learned on Barb's big loom. Yes, that's so That wonderful. was very fun. Very it was really special. cool to have her one-on-one um, uh, -on -one with me, teaching me how to do everything. Yes. And it was pretty laborious because she took me through every single step because yeah. she is a master weaver she did you is. know that i did know yeah, that. yeah she's <laughs> fantastic super special in textiles but she's just such a smart woman in so many areas mm -hmm. so what else what other things do you offer well i honestly i have to bring a list whenever i talk to someone about this and i still think my list probably isn't usually complete but we have a uv printer so that is a printer that actually cures the ink with UV light. Oh. And that can print on all sorts of different surfaces. We have a banner So like printer. what? Like what? Um, so we've done really anything. Phone cases. Um, you could oh. uh, print on your debit card. You could do wood or tile. I mean, really just anything. And we've found lots of different ways to figure out how to make it adhere to lots of different things. Foam. Mm -hmm. um, it really depends. We have a rotary piece. So you could do water bottles. I mean, just indefinite. Amounts. We're oh, only that's... really limited by the bed size. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. how cool is yeah. that? Yeah, it's really. You cool. might have to go check that. Yeah, out. that yeah. sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. What else? We also have a banner printer, so being able to print banners, mm -hmm. um, and that part as well. We it's really a vinyl printer, so we could print stickers, banners. Um, you could do car wraps on it as well, which is pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty impressive. We should do a wrap for arts and culture. For the trailer. For the trailer. Yeah. And do it at Gizmo. <gasps> we could do it at Gizmo. We should design wow, it. And we do could it at do Gizmo that. and learn how to do it. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. All right. We're going to talk to you about Plan. that more. Good. Yep. Planning. <laughs> and we're just in the creative arts area. So we still, um, a textile, so a direct to textile printer. So it literally prints onto fabric directly, which is pretty oh. cool. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. So you if mean, I had a painting. Mm hmm. And I took the painting and I took a picture of it. You could print it on something. Well, we would teach you how to print yes. it. Oh, you <laughs> could yes. do it. But I like that you could do it. No, I'm kidding. No, I would want to learn. I think That's the whole cool. point is to learn I how know, to I do know, it, I know, silly. I know. That's great. I love that, too. Yeah, our little tagline is empowering through doing. So we really do want to get people how to, to teach them how to use the different machines that we have mm -hmm. that they may not have access to otherwise. Right. Right. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I so like cool. that one. I yep. want to do that, We'll have too. a t-shirt printer, so like thinking about putting something on a t-shirt. We have a dye sublimation printer, so if you think about, again, with t-shirts or mugs when you're trying to iron on or press on an image, so we create those, well, we help you to create those images to put mm -hmm. on those sorts of things. We have a lapidary studio, um, which is like uh, rock tumbling and ge gem... Uh, cutting. We also have some epoxy work and some jewelry creation um, in there as well. Oh, cool. Uh, we have a long arm quilter and a sewing machine. You have a long arm quilter? Mm -hmm. And you do classes in that too? We do. Wow. Yeah. And if you don't have, we, are, we always have different classes going on, but if you don't catch a class, we always do one on one mentoring too. So, like you were talking about, Barb, mm -hmm. teaching you on the loom. Mm -hmm. That's actually the precursor to membership at Gizmo is getting certified on a machine, and that usually looks 
like classes or mentoring one-on-one. So if you really want to learn a specific tool, you give us a call and let us know and we'll set you up with a mentor who can teach you. Oh, that's so cool. Cool. Yeah. We also have um, a dyeing studio. So being able to actually dye fabric um, and felting you mentioned as well. We have a needle felter and a rolling felter. So Mm -hmm. figuring out how to make fabric out of felt. Um, A leather studio. We do glass blowing and... um, Glass blowing? I want to do that. Wow. Stained glass as well. Um, Goodness. And then we also have a wood shop and a metal shop. We have a... um, Gosh, so many different pieces of equipment. I can just never think about all of them at once. Uh, I mentioned the laser cutters and the 3D printers. We have a small electronics studio. You mentioned enameling. So we have mm-hmm. enameling kilns. It's just nonstop. Come see over 40 unique vendors at the last Cordelaine flea market of the year. Find us on Sunday, September 25th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Roosevelt Inn in downtown Cordelaine. We are a local nonprofit that donates our proceeds to charities, both local and global. And your support this season has meant everything to us and our community. Let's celebrate one last time before the cold weather. Bring a friend and we will see you at the flea. So what else do you do, Erin? Okay, I think we stopped on, no, fabric dyeing, somewhere in yeah, there. Yeah, so I, I don't really, I feel like I said I never get to everything, but we have a pottery studio as well. And then um, I know I mentioned metalworking. We have a machining area as well. That was a lot of the machines were a part of Barb and Marty Mueller, our founders, um, personal collection. So we have a lot of those pieces. And I think I already said the full wood shop. We have an emerging mm-hmm. media arts lab that is um, like a virtual reality and a green screen and a sound booth. Oh, right. I remember touring that yeah. one. That's fun. Yeah. And then a small uh, paint studio. Gosh, I think uh, off the top of my head, those are all the things I could come up with, but you have to come into Gizmo because I'm sure I've missed something. Right, right. And you have a kiln. So if you have a pottery, you've got a kiln. Mm -hmm. Okay. Wow. Yeah. It's a little of everything. Yeah. I created some stuff in there once. Yeah. I don't think it was very good, but it was fun. But you did it. Yeah. And that's what matters. I did it. I did it with my friend Cheryl and that was a blast. I think they still might have her little mosaic that she did up on the wall. Yes. She created some pieces to that. I think I did too, but I can't remember. Anyway. If somebody wants to join or become a member, where, where do they go? Yeah, so they can go to our website for mm-hmm. sure. That's www.gizmo-cda.org. Okay. Um, however, before membership, like I said, we do really want to make sure you're certified on the machines or the tools so that you're safe and so that the sure. machines are safe. Sure. Uh, so usually that looks like mentoring one-on-one, so you can get safety certified on whatever you're interested in or taking a class. Classes mm-hmm. usually lead to certification as well. Um, and then after that, you're eligible for membership. And membership is a whole bunch of different levels depending on the number of hours that you want to be utilizing the machines every month. So mm-hmm. we have a membership that starts as low as $36 a month for eight hours of machine time for our students. And mm-hmm. it goes all the way up through, we have a lot of small businesses that work out of Gizmo too. And so mm-hmm. a corporate membership is $200 a month for unlimited number of hours. Wow. Um, so there's a range in there for sure. Uh-huh. And that is truly just using the machine time. That's not being on the computers or in the space. It's just right. actual machine runtime. Do you have mm-hmm. a CNC machine? We do. We uh-huh. have several CNC machines. So uh-huh. we have a CNC plasma cutter. We have a CNC table router. Um, lots of different possibilities. Um, mm. So CNC, for those who don't know, stands for computer numerical control. So the idea there is you're creating something on a computer and then 
you're being able to use that file to translate to the machine, then the machine does all the work for you. It's cutting out all the does pieces. The cutting yeah, the that's stuff. that laser cutter. Yeah. Yeah, I like the laser love that. I yeah. made earrings. Yes. We made you um, did good. Arts Mine. and Culture Alliance Christmas ornaments yes. one yes. year. Yeah, that's right. For our, for that's our right. sponsors. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, Callie didn't quite get it. I had a hard... It was the negative positive... Right. It was... I made a tree in a circle and basically my tree fell through. Right. <laughs> it didn't, I didn't get the negative positive. I couldn't, my brain couldn't wrap. I just couldn't get it. I know. It was oh. hard. It trying it yeah. I would have too. to like write it down and yeah. do it a many, many, many more times, but it was very cool though. Mm-hmm. I loved, I love everything. I love the jewelry. I love the doing jewelry that. was fun. Okay. Yeah. That, that little oven though was really hot. It oh, yeah. kind of scared me a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah, but so but, um, it's so great that you have all those machines. Uh, do you right. so do NIC students use the classes too? Or? Yeah, so NIC students absolutely use the the space. We're working hard actually to make that more and more of a reality. Up until this point, I feel like that's something we wanted to work on more. Mm-hmm. We're doing, I think, a really nice job at involving the community, involving the educational community with around the Cordelaine area, um, but. We're on the NIC campus, so we want to see mm-hmm. more students and faculty and staff in there. So we're working right now to really try to figure out how do we get them more involved. Right. right. That was a great collaboration. Um, uh, I remember when Barb and, and Rick McLennan, the mm-hmm. past president, were really excited about getting Gizmo on NIC's campus and yes. took over where they used to have the body shop, I yeah. think. Uh, yeah. And, um, and just opened up the space. So there's just so endless possibilities of of things to create in there it's so fun a few years ago we had you on the studio tour i'd love to get you back on the studio tour oh yeah just to um show us that stop Mm -hmm. for people to get in there and see exactly what's going on and maybe even have a couple coordinate it so that we had some artists actually doing the work that would be Um, fantastic that would be really that would be really great we'll have to talk about that for next year absolutely Absolutely. i think sometimes getting into gizmo is really the most important part because it's really hard to imagine all of these things that are out there but they are and usually people find their niche pretty easily upon entering gizmo but then they see someone else is doing something interesting and they you know are able to go to different areas which Mm -hmm. is pretty neat to see that Mm -hmm. growth yeah that's pretty cool What's your favorite? What's your favorite thing? I had a feeling you were going to ask me that, but honestly, <laughs> my favorite thing is watching the community. Is watching that what I was just describing about people coming in usually for a specific reason, and then seeing, oh, you can do that here. Oh, you're doing mm-hmm. this here, and just watching that growth potential. Um, mm-hmm. I have a lot of different interests. I really like the laser cutters. I think the laser cutter and our vinyl printer are two of probably our most popular um, machines, and so I really enjoy both of those. But I got to learn a lot more about 3D printing this summer as well and was really amazed at how much I enjoyed that. I didn't mm-hmm. really know that I was going to love it quite as much as I did. So yeah, every time I learned something new, I'm like, this is my yeah, right? thing. Yeah. 3D printing, is, it's so the bizarre. only time I've ever seen it is when I got a, um, I got a implant mm. and they created the, the, the temporary the, or they no, they created the permanent the implant whole... right there. I got to watch the little machine make it. Oh, wow. That was pretty cool at the dentist's neat. office. So mm. that's the only experience I have with a 3D printer. But I think you can make like 
what else can you make? Yeah, the possibilities are endless. Pretty we much actually, anything, yeah, right? Yeah, we just toasted. I mean, sometimes, again, we're, our constraints are the size of the bed, but we have multiple size bed for our 3D printers as uh-huh. well. So that has stopped being a little bit of a problem. We don't have the huge ones that some places do, but we mm-hmm. have a size, sizable beds for sure. Um, but really, yeah, we, we did a class not too long ago that was trying to come up with... Uh, ways that people could use this in their everyday life. So we had people reprinting, you know, a handle for a crock pot lid that got broken. And so we could do that. I mean, yeah. oh, really wow. just anything you can think of. It's pretty impressive the things that you can print on a 3D right. printer. So what are some cool things you've seen printed on that? I had a student employee that printed a little duck the other day, which was pretty cute, just a little figurine, but it was really cute and um, had the different pieces that she was able to put together. Uh-huh. I mean, keychains and things like that are pretty common, um, you know, little tinker toys. We actually worked with Idaho STEM Action Center to create some toys um, that had Braille pieces. They were Braille puzzles. Mm. And so we got to do that as a part of oh, the Idaho wow. STEM for Equity yeah, program. So that was really neat. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I just think, you know, thinking about how do you replace pieces or create pieces um, for things that you haven't had. We've done some silly things like uh, teapots, not all of them that can be utilized, but toy teapots and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. Just endless. Wow. Yeah. What are what are your hours and days yeah. of operation? Yes. So we are open from 10 in the morning until 9 at night, Monday through Thursday. And we're open from 10 in the morning until 5 at night, Friday and Saturday. Okay. And closed on Sunday. Closed Friday. on Sundays. Gotcha. Got to have a day off from that creative That's right. expression. Because <laughs> it's exhausting. Rest. Hey y'all, it's Jason from Tubbs Coffee Roasters. We are North Idaho's specialty coffee roaster. We are homegrown and we are local. We love coffee and we love our community, especially Allie and Callie in ArtCast. We have a retail space in our roastery in Hayden and we can also be found on the shelves at Super One and Yolks. And if you like to buy coffee online, we do offer subscriptions. You can find us at TubbsCoffeeRoasters.com. Support arts and culture and your local roaster. That's all. So what are your future plans for Gizmo? Yeah, I think Gizmo is growing, growing, growing at this point. So we have to make sure that we continue to be sustainable in that way. Sure. Um, I think that, so Gizmo, I guess, just to go back a little bit to be able to answer that question, Gizmo initially came out of the idea of CDA 2030. So when Coeur was envisioning what does Coeur look like in the year 2030, a makerspace was an idea that was brought up. Mm-hmm. And so Barb and Marty Mueller said, gosh, we could do that. Let's figure out how to make that happen. Um, so they did Because that. seriously, Marty Mueller is one of the most creative people I have ever met. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Barb he's and Marty very both. cool. Absolutely. I know. Barb too. But Marty, he's like, he's like. <laughs> super, super creative. Yeah, yeah. They made cameras for IMAX that went up into space. I, I mean, know. amazing yeah. accomplishments. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, super cool. Yeah, super yeah. cool. Anyway. Yeah, so, um, so CDA 2030 happened trying to figure out what was going on. The makerspace uh, started on 4th Street, as I think you guys had mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, and then about four, let's see, five years ago now, we uh, moved to the NIC campus. We went from 1,100 square feet of space to 11,000 square feet of space. So huge space down there. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's figuring out really how do we um, make sure that this is a sustainable place for the community. Mm -hmm. It's amazing to me how many people I talk to that have no idea that Gizmo's 
that even exists or right. they've never been there, um, but have so much interest. And so it's figuring out now, how do we really grow that population in a way that's sustainable um, for the space and for the community? So I think the next steps are just truly more and more people doing more and more things and more people knowing about Gizmo. We've tried to oh, be... Sure careful about how we grow gizmo just so that we can do what we're doing well um, right uh, and so i think we're at a spot where that foundation is pretty strong now so now we are just excited to invite more and more people into the space and do more out in the community mm-hmm. from gizmo as an outreach right standpoint. that's awesome spread the word you yeah. used to do a like a festival um i forget what you called it yes. but it, it actually morphed from a couple of things are yes. you still doing that we are going to hold one again next summer so it was called maker fair and then That's we right. called it maker mania so stay tuned i'm not sure what the name will be okay. this, this next summer but um yeah so we actually had to cancel our maker mania because of the pandemic and right. we're ready to get started again on Yay. that so that'll be a wonderful place for vendors and all sorts of people to share either what they're making or things that they're interested in any mm-hmm. sort of STEAM, science, technology, mm-hmm. engineering, arts, math-related uh, information. Right. So that would be great. One year when it was the Maker Fair, I think it was the first, maybe the first, maybe the second one, um, they invited me to come and I had like all these uh, broken toys. Yes. And and what, what I did was I spent the day working with kids, assembling those toys into funny little new toys. Great. And yeah. it was so great. fun. Super fun. I got photos of them all at the end. You know, I'd have them all lined up and I'd have the photos of the kids making them. And they were so excited to yes. do that. That's super yeah. exciting. I just had to make sure that they didn't burn themselves with the uh, hot glue gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's amazing, though. You know, I was thinking about that. I tell people that we teach preschoolers and kindergartners how to use bandsaws and they panic a little bit when mm-hmm. I say that but it's so amazing what these young people are capable of you mm-hmm. know, with some supervision and guidance right. we absolutely can get them doing things that yeah. I would have never been able to do when I was or taught to do when I was little but gosh thinking right. about if they could have those experiences now mm-hmm. what they're going to be able to do by the time they're in middle school high school or young adults it's pretty right impressive. it's great because a lot of you know they, in education, a lot of the arts programs have been cut. And you, I mean, we used to be able to have art classes every week mm-hmm. in school, in elementary school and junior high, I think. Maybe not junior high, but it was a part of the program. And then right. now things have kind of, you know, we don't get that. So this is an opportunity for people that are missing out that, you know, it doesn't quite always fit in the educational, mm-hmm. you know, in the school structure. Right. So you've got another opportunity to be in this great space mm-hmm. to do things that, you know, we never did in elementary school. Or, you know, I would have loved to have been on a bandsaw in, in elementary school or just, you know, just have that opportunity. Well, just to, even to get over the fear of, yeah. of motorized equipment. Right. That's my big and just, issue. Just the the different things that you can do there is amazing mm-hmm. that it's not just painting and things with crayons and things with, you know, paints and mm-hmm. tempera paints or whatever. Tempera? That sounds tempera. funny. Tempera. <laughs> I'm hungry. Right. No, that's right. That sounds funny. Oh, you I'm are thinking the shrimp. tempera shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> I digress. <laughs> I digress. So sorry. Okay, anyway, we'll I just think it's great that the that they have an opportunity to see, especially the way it's advanced. You know, with these all these machinery. You know, all this computer stuff right. that you could see how well, that's takes, printed on the cup. 
Yeah, and it takes the mystery out of how things are made, too, which... Absolutely. You know. And I think it takes a little bit of the intimidation factor away too. You Absolutely. Really our goal to, we assume most people don't have access to a lot of these tools, True. you know, and so we really want to make sure it's a space where people who wouldn't otherwise have access to these tools do have that access. And I think also thinking about the things that aren't able to be done as much in the schools these days, that's a part of our um, innovative educator position. So mm-hmm. I told you that that's what I did when I first started at Gizmo. So we have a, a lending library, we call it. Hundreds of items, books, curricula that we give to educators totally free of charge. Teach them how to use things like we have tabletop laser cutters and some of our 3D printers that are specifically for the lending library. Mm-hmm. Um, so they can use those in their classrooms. You know, We're there to help them even get things totally set up and ready to go so they don't have to put any more thought or effort. They're already doing so much. We want to make sure that they can get their kids hands-on doing mm-hmm. things that are important to what they're learning about um, in a very different way than they might be able to. And they have us as a resource to help them with that as yeah, well. That's, that's really wow. so cool. Yeah. So how is Gizmo funded? Yes, we are a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. We are um, very highly reliant at this point on donors and grants, honestly, donor mm-hmm. funding and grant funding. Um, and then we do bring in some revenue for from our memberships as well, things like that. But at this point, we're very heavily um, dependent upon the wonderful donors in our community and yeah. The grants that we seek right yeah yeah well the membership I know is a big deal Mm -hmm. yeah and that's a part of that sustainability piece too right we're trying to figure out now we've been around for eight years which is a long time especially when people still don't know we're around right Mm -hmm. Um, but it's figuring out how do we shift a little bit more of that sustainability and that's part of my long-term goal which I think we talked about and suddenly we're off track on that yeah right right Right. there we go Uh, minutes ago but uh trying to figure out how do we really make sure that we are sustainable for the future um Mm -hmm. and that looks like you know figuring out how do we do that from a revenue perspective Mm -hmm. um, for us as well so that we're not always as reliant on donors and that we can make sure gizmos around for the foreseeable future. Right. I know STCU has always been a solid supporter. Yes, STCU, we have so many, I mean, the Coeur d'Alene area is just so wonderful. They've taken such good care of us. STCU, definitely the Idaho STEM Action Center has been an absolutely amazing partner. We have lots of really, really wonderful folks that we're super grateful for. Oh, that's that's amazing. That's good. Yeah, it's really good to have that kind of support. And and one of the things that we've been learning because, you know, we're the Arts and Culture Alliance, obviously, mm-hmm. is an arts organization trying to get the word out to local businesses about how important the arts are to our economy. Yes. And um, one of the facts that has come out recently is that employers these days are looking for creative employees. Mm -hmm. They don't want just somebody that wants to just come in and do the, you know, the same old drudgery thing. They want people that are creative and they encourage that. And, and so anytime you have the opportunity to learn more and, um, expand, you're just expanding your mind more so that you have more to give. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think that's been really, I think a boost for our business community to understand that by supporting the arts and maker spaces, that they're actually supporting themselves in the long run. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that workforce development training is a small piece of what we do as well, but just thinking through all the different parts of, if you have someone who even doesn't even necessarily think of themselves as creative, man, get them into gizmo. They will right. find something for yep. sure. That's and it's what, just really yeah. helpful to see how that grows them in different areas of their lives as well. Right. 
It doesn't have to be directly related necessarily. Well, I love, love, love the fact that you offer so many different things. I mean, there is so much going on there that it's almost overwhelming. Yeah, there's way more than I even knew about. Yeah. And there's several classes I'm ready. I want to take. Right. I know. Fun. Yep. Yeah, I'm so happy that you guys invited me to talk about them, too, because I think that's a part of the difficulty with Gizmo sometimes is it's hard to really explain what we are Mm -hmm. because we do so much for so many people. That's a hard marketing piece to get around, right? So a lot of times people will think, oh, this is a place for kids or, oh, this is a place for um, retired folks or, Mm -hmm. you know, hobbyists. But we we, yes to all of that and so much more. So Mm -hmm. it's trying to figure out, I think, a big important part about Gizmo um, in thinking about what it does for the community is it's not just one thing and we really need to embrace that we really do so many things for so many people that's a part of our identity right. does gizmo stand for something it does not nope gizmo it's just I actually the name don't even know the name the story behind the name that's i just wondered I if it had a meaning behind the name but it doesn't i think i just hear no, a lot about you know gizmos and gizmos gadgets and gadgets yeah. that makes sense all yeah. sorts of things part of pieces. a maker's world mm-hmm. yes that's cool though yeah, it is that a works name Hi, Allie here. Hey, do you love our ArtCast? Be sure to follow us on your favorite podcast app or like us on Facebook to get notifications about some upcoming giveaways like an official Allie and Callie mug. Our audience is growing too and we are a great outlet for advertising. Consider being a sponsor and Callie and I will record an ad for you or help you record it yourself. Thank you for listening. Well, we sure appreciate you being here. Yes, Thank you so and much learning for more me. about Gizmo and letting letting the community know how valuable you guys are. Yeah, if you want to support the community and the arts and the makers in this community, go check out Gizmo. Yeah, Erin said she'd give you a tour. That's Absolutely. right. Absolutely, yeah. come down anytime for a tour. I don't think we said that right yet, but please come time and come down anytime for a tour. We'd be so happy to. Give ten you o'clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, between ten and nine or ten <laughs> and five. But yes, we'd be happy to give you a tour any of those times. And maybe in the next. Uh, week or so we can get down there and do some live facebook feeds let's do that yeah that would be really fun show what's going on on. i love that idea Uh uh-huh that'd be fun absolutely right well thank you so much yeah thank you so much for being here thank you all. we'll see you in class that's right we will (laughs) (laughs) meanwhile callie and janie and Kristen and i are headed to revelstoke bc um, next week. That's next right. Friday, we're headed up to Canada. We're going international. That's right. We're gonna we're gonna cover the Luna Festival, and we'll have some interviews with some artists up there. But we'll be doing some live Facebook feeds up there. So um, music, art, attention. in the alleys. Yep, you can you know you it's can find us at um, what are we? Allie and Callie Artcast. Artcast on Facebook. On Facebook. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so, I'm Allie. And I'm Callie. And whatever you do today, make sure it's creative. The Allie and Callie Artcast is a program of the Coeur d'Alene Arts and Culture Alliance and is sponsored by NIA, North Idaho Alliance, a woman-based leadership organization designed to inspire, uplift, and impact your community and lives. And Tubbs Coffee Roasters, globally sourced, locally roasted coffee.